Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to Brand Led. Uh, This is episode number 12, and it's our first one back for the new year. And I want to say a big hello to my co-host, Lisa. How are you doing? Hello, and Happy New Year to everyone listening. How is everyone? How is everyone in 2022? I'm good. I don't know about everyone else, but yeah. (laughs) We're we're so excited to be back on the pod again this year. Yeah, I think looking back, creating this podcast was definitely one of the highlights of 2021. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's been a lot of fun so far. And mm. um, I suppose this year we're ex- equally as excited to bring you even more on how to build an incomparable brand. Yeah. So let's focus on today because it's a new year. And if you're like us, uh, maybe you had a planning session before you know the, the December holidays and maybe you set some big goals for yourself and your business. So Yeah. And now we're all like, oh shit, now we have to actually achieve these <laughs> yeah. goals. I think I've been swinging between, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, oh God, there's We've so got much a big to do. list on our wall, don't we? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So, chances are, no matter what your strategies are, you're going to need um, your website to be on point because that's where most customers will scope you out before buying anything from you. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, almost every modern business needs a space online that communicates who they are, who they help, and how they can help their clients. And, you know, that's really where you get a sense of a brand as well, you know, through their website experience. Mm, And it's also important for the early stages of building relationships with your audience too. Like if you have any plans for creating a blog or podcast or even just offering, um, say, a free downloadable resource to grow your email list, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny um, whenever a stranger asks about, you know, what do you do? And I mentioned that we build websites. A lot of the time they say something like, oh, that must be really challenging now that, you know, people can build their own websites. Robots are taking over, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I always um, kind of explain to them that, yeah, sure, you know, some people want to build their own websites, which is fine. Um, But not everyone has the time or the inclination to actually want to do it. I suppose that's the first thing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's the person behind the tool as well, you know. Like, um, for example, I have access to Scissors and YouTube. Um, so I could come on here, but look, <laughs> that's not something I'm really interested in. I don't want to spend my time doing that. I think that, that right? would be a disaster as well. But um, <laughs> I suppose the other thing is that I, you know, I really believe that the biggest value that we give to people is the actual build itself. It's actually the plan and the strategy mm. and the experience behind the build. You know, it's being able to create a website that actually connects with people, not one that just, you know, looks beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah. So with that said... Without further ado, let's. We want to give you guys seven questions to answer about um, before. Seven questions to answer before you build your new website, because these are vital to building an online home um, that's actually going to help you achieve your twenty twenty two goals. Yes, and if you're a fellow web designer or um, designer, I know you're out there as well. Hello, Um, you can use these questions to help your clients to gain clarity on what they actually need on their website, and that will allow you to give you know a better, um, I suppose, more accurate quotes and timelines for their project. Hmm. Okay, so let's do it. Uh, So let's start with question number one, Liz. Yeah, so the first question we need to ask is, why the heck are we building this website? 
because it's a big project and we need to understand the reason why we're doing it. Mm. Um, you know, are you trying to build authority? Are you trying to attract new team members? Are you trying to convert more clients? Yeah, what's the goal? And maybe you just want to create, uh, you know, a place online where you can clearly communicate what you do in a kind of, I guess, a brochure kind of format. Yeah, for sure. I suppose at different stages of your business, your website might serve different purposes as well. Um, and, you know, some people, of course, think that they just need a website because everyone else has one, um, but that's not really a good reason to do anything in business. Yeah. Is it? Um, so the first question is, why are you building your website and why are you building it now, you know, not in six months or 12 months or, you know, what's made it so important for you to do right now? Uh, so question number two, I guess, would be, um, who is this website for? So who are you trying to target? So in order to design or build anything valuable, you're going to need to know who you're building it for. And it's not just, you know, the surface level stuff. You need to know the deeper things like their fears, objections, and desires, uh, what their friend thinks about their problem and maybe what they've already tried to kind of fill that need. Yeah, for sure. And this is where customer research really comes in handy. Um, we talked about that in episode number four. If you haven't heard that episode, um, go back and have a listen. And we've also got a resource on some questions that you can ask your customers. But these things can all come directly from, you know, the people mm. that you serve. Um, so you don't have to guess at it. Yeah. And usually most websites have a few different type of audiences, like so different buckets come into their website. Mm. Uh, so, you, so you really want to consider all of your users, not just pos- uh, potential clients or, or customers. Yeah. So you sure. might have primary users or and secondary users. Yeah, you know, they may even be like, you know, potential team members or suppliers or collaborators, those sorts mm. of th- people as well. Cool. Okay, so question number three is what do we want them to do on our website? Mm. Uh, <laughs> That's important. Yes. It is. It's very important, but some people don't think <laughs> about it. So what do you want each of your visitors to do on your website? Should they you know, book a call or should they sign up for a webinar? You know, What's the next action step that you want them to take? Mm. That was nice and simple, straight to the point. I like it. A very important step. So uh, I guess my turn now. So number four, what will help them take action is another great question to ask. So um, what does this person need to see or hear? before they're likely to, to, you know, hit that buy button or hit that let's book a call kind of um, call to action. Uh, what kind of content features and functionalities do they want to see on your website? So then do they need to see testimonials or the clients that you've worked with in the past or yeah, uh, previous projects or... to add that proof? Yeah, exactly. It might even just be content that they need to see or um, even your values, things like that. Even so, how it works, block, if, if what you, you're selling is, you know, new to the market, those sorts of things. Yeah, how it works is great for everyone, even if it's not new, I reckon. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely an important one. Okay, number five is what do we want them to know about us? And this question really does come back to your brand strategy. So what do you want to be known for? What do you want to share about the way that you operate or your, you know, what's your specialty or your experience? And what's the big idea that you want to communicate? So just make sure that it's really clear um, what you're trying to communicate to your customers on your website. Mm. And I guess these last uh, two questions that follow this one, I rarely hear asked, but I think they're really important. So number six would be, um, what would make their experience more delightful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if you're going to want to stand out, you need to be willing to go an extra, that extra mile. So what content or features, copy would make your visitor's website experience more enjoyable, uh, more fun, I mean, more memorable, even more efficient, I guess. And 
this is going to depend on who you serve and the brand personality that you have chosen. Yeah, I think, you know, you can gamify the experience. You could uh, include engaging videos or, you know, uh, personalised interactions with returning Mm. visitors. Yeah, just do something a bit different, right? Yeah, I think, and it, it really does depend on who your client is and yeah. uh, and what, what your brand personality is and what you're selling as well. It has to be appropriate, but um, you know, create something that's going to be memorable for them. Well, if you, I mean, if you're the jester kind of brand archetype personality, you could maybe get on the track of um, pulling inspiration from what Hamish Nandy did on their website. I don't know if it's still there, but I know that you saw it. Liz, yeah, the, the self destruct <laughs> yeah. button. Um, yeah, it's just a bit of fun, but I mean, that definitely plays into their brand personality and, you know, their, their, their type of customer who's um, listening to their podcast or their radio show is going to enjoy that. But yeah, basically it it counts back from 10 and at the end, um, the website kind of blows up and yeah, you have to refresh the page to start again. Um, so yeah, it was really nice, a funny little tongue in cheek, cheek way to kind of. Uh, stand out from from their other competitors. You know? Exactly. Wouldn't recommend it for every business, but, you know, find your self-destruct button um, for your own brand and, and what can you add to your website to make it more delightful, whether that's helping your customer to save time or um, just to have a little bit of more joy in their day. Exactly. Cool. Okay. So number seven is what would make our processes more efficient? Um, this is one that I know that you love, Kane. <laughs> I'm, big I'm a bit of an efficiency nerd, yes. Um, so your website has a lot of potential to streamline your internal processes, um, particularly sales processes and onboarding processes for your clients. So if you're building a new website, now is the time to ask, you know, what could we include on our website to make ourselves more efficient uh, without sacrificing our client's experience or even elevating our client's experience? Yeah, I'm, I think in the past, you know, we've, we've done a lot of uh, form embeds and questionnaires, those sorts of things. Um you know, really speed up our process and they connect to, they integrate into, you know, some of our other um, software. Yeah, you can do things like, uh, you know, a calendar booking system to book a call, which is what we have on our website. You can just even think about, okay, what kind of information should we collect from our website contact form that will speed up you know, um, knowing who it needs to go to in the right department if you're in a bigger business or even just giving you more information to take to a sales call um, mm. so you have to spend less time on the call trying to figure out who these people are um, or, you know, even things like FAQs. Um, on, on a, a contact page yeah, or something. Yeah, I mean, if Before you get... Before they hit the contact button. Yeah, yeah if you've got, um, you know, frequently asked questions that people always ask you and you're constantly having to reply to them, that can really cut down your the amount of emails that you have to send back mm. to people. Great. So those were our seven questions. Yeah, awesome. So I guess to recap, uh, number one, we had why are we building this website? Mm-hmm. Number two, we had who is this website for? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, we had what do we want them to do? Uh, number four was what will help them take action? Uh, number five, what do we want them to know about us? And number six and seven were, what would you, uh, what would make their experience more delightful, and how can we, I guess, speed up our processes and be more efficient as a business? Yeah, definitely. And I think you know, there's a bit more to unpack when it comes to your website build, but I think these questions are a really good starting place for every business to just start asking um, before they build. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess if you're interested in learning more about how to plan your website and what to think about. Uh, we've actually just launched our website launch plan. Uh, and it's really just a step-by-step mini course that walks you through everything you need to think about from 
understanding your visitors to planning your pages and even choosing a content management system. Yeah, and I think it's really useful if you're planning on building your own website, especially Mm. if it's your first time building a website, because it literally takes the guesswork out of where to start, what order to do things, and it walks you through each of the questions and the the, um, decisions that you need to make. So it just takes uh, the the pressure and the stress out of building a website. Mm. And I guess if you're planning on hiring, you know, people to a web designer or copywriters, um, there's a lot in there about that, and it's going to help you set your budget and decide exactly what you're going to need on your website. So you can get an accurate quote and avoid any extra costs or, you know, paying for things that you don't actually need. Yeah, you know, I wish I had this planner when I built some of my first websites, what, over 10 years ago now. I actually had a really horrible experience with a web designer, um, which you already know about, Kane. Yes. But um, I'll let everyone else just listening. It <laughs> It did. By the sounds of it. Um, so basically he was, you know, surprise, surprise, the cheapest option. Um, but he never scoped out our website properly or gave us a timeline. And we actually had no clue what we were actually getting. Um, and he would disappear for months on end to go and serve his bigger clients. And it was a bit of a nightmare for us, to be honest. And, you know, I'd never really built a website before. Um, so I didn't really know what to expect or what to ask. And, you know, I could have avoided all of that if I had have actually understood the website process just a little bit better. And we you know, even before we hired someone, we could have just sat down and worked out in a little bit more detail what we wanted from our website and what was really important to us, you know, what was a non-negotiable and what, you know, was a nice to have. Those sorts of things, I think, would have just helped us to start the conversation and be really clear about what we wanted so that he could help us expand on those ideas. Wait, wait. So what I'm getting from this is is you're saying that it was partly your fault. Look, I don't. Be- <laughs> I believe in taking responsibility for all yes. of your actions, um, yes. even if you two know, to tango the, right? exactly. And yeah. you know, he could have potentially guided us um, a bit better and been a bit more responsive, obviously. Mm. Um, but we could have also, you know, taken action to. And and everything's great in hindsight, you know. Um, but knowing what I know now, I would just love to make sure that no one else has the, that kind of experience. And, you know, you're going to get web designers who will help you and hold your hand through the whole process and others who maybe don't focus so much on the planning side of things. And in that case, I think, you know, we need to take control of our own business and our own website. We're spending, you know, potentially thousands of dollars on this um, yeah. this tool. It's important to get it right. Mm. So with that said, <laughs> if you would like to learn all of the secrets off, and off mistakes. The yeah. <laughs> And the mistakes that we've made, or I suppose learn from our mistakes, um, then you can definitely check out our complete website launch plan. It is available. It is at a very um, reasonable price as well, um, very accessible for everyone. Yeah, so we'll share the link in the show notes or you can head to self-made.studio slash website dash planner to check out the product in more details. Absolutely. And of course, if you have any questions about the website uh, launch plan or uh, even just working with us on your new website, please don't be a stranger. We're very friendly and uh, we'll include our contact details in the show notes as well. Alrighty, guys, that is a wrap. Uh, so show number one down for 2022. <laughs> uh, Only uh, 52 more, so yeah, 51 we've, more to go. Well, just weekly, we've got a few more to come, don't we? So if you have a friend who you know would benefit from these seven questions we shared with you guys today, uh, you know, we'd love it if you took a moment to share this. Just send them, you know, just open your messenger and just, just get the link. It's really easy and just hit the send button. Um, and yeah, we, we just appreciate um, you guys joining us today. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time.